Having the time of your life on a Monday. It's time for the Joke Workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm and .sf. Yay! It's Monday at 6 o'clock. We have a super stacked list. The first eight comedians all get four minutes, and then they get four minutes of commentary by everyone or anyone in the building. And you find a microphone and say your piece and keep it to the point. Remember, be nice. You know, if you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich, make the bread taste good. Nice, fluffy, brioche, toasted bun on top and bottom. Maybe a little mayonnaise. You put the poop in the middle. Just disguise the whole thing. Or just say nice things and things that you like. I don't know. Maybe they're just amazing and you want to tell them why that punchline really worked for you. Or maybe you have a tag for them or whatever you want. But that's what we're here for. And we're here every Monday from 6 to 8. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. And right now, we're going to get it just started right up. We've got pieces of paper and pens and pay attention and take notes for your first comedian, everybody. Ray Khan! Yay! Well, happy Monday, everybody. How are you? What's going on? Man, almost a full house on a Monday. I love it. This is good times. I'm going to work my material to the left because that's where most people are. Oh, I got some on the right. Nice to see you guys. I, uh, I, got a, I come from a family that has a lot of education. Lots of smart people in my family. Everybody's educated. My dad has a PhD in entomology, and uh, that means he has a doctorate in insects. My mom has two master's degrees. She's got one master's degree, master's degrees in uh, education. The second one is in anybody guess special education. Everybody, she doubled up on that. And if you know anything about genetics, you know that I am a huge disappointment. Yeah, huge disappointment, everybody. You know. Education was all over my family, uh, my brothers, my, my uncles, my aunties, you know, it was revered. And as a matter of fact, whenever a relative came over to my house, my mom would introduce them by virtue, uh, like, uh, almost like a, like a ring announcer at a prize fight, right? She would start off with like, Rehan, you know who's coming over? Uh, it's uh, Professor Ali. You remember Professor Ali, don't you? He's the one with the, uh, the, the Bachelor's of Science with the concentration in microbiology. You remember, yeah. Oh, you don't? Oh, how about uh, he has a mas- he has a master's degree in molecular biomechanics? No, you don't remember? He has a PhD in qu- in quantum restorative inversional spatial operations? No, you don't know? He is a Fulbright scholar. He is a Rhodes scholar. He <laughs> he he is a Rhodes Scholar. He has a gold star Gosker member. He is your mother's brother. Welcome to the family. Mamu. Mamu, everybody. Like a ring fighter. Um. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyways, uh, I was born and raised in San Francisco. Anybody? Anybody else born and raised in San Francisco? Nobody? That's it? I'll still do the joke. That's perfectly fine. No? All right. There we go. One person. Thank you. Thank you. Anyways, uh, my friends called me up. They, uh, they asked me, how do you do it? How do you live in San Francisco? Aren't you afraid of earthquakes? I say, no. I'm not afraid of earthquakes. Hell no. As a matter of fact, I've become an earthquake connoisseur. I've been like an unbearable wine critic. I have become a seismic sommelier if you will. You're damn right. Are you kidding? Like, even with the smallest of quakes, I'm like, ooh, that was a quaint regional blend. A 3.5 on the Richter scale, if you ask me. 
Dude, I'm pronouncing Richter scale like a douchebag. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> However, I prefer a full-bodied blend, something regional, like from the Hayward Fault. But that's just my palate. That's just me, well-balanced. Did you get to try the 1989 Loma Pierta? Did you? Did you? Oh, my God. When it first began, I thought to myself, self Please let this not be a let this not be a letdown like the 1986 San Jose Rose. What a terrible disappointment! But no, it didn't disappoint. It, uh, San Andreas really, really uncorked a winner. Let me tell you, it started out strong with bold Oakland notes and ended with the smooth, dry, full-bodied Petaluma finish. <laughs> Thank you. Um, um, you know, pair that with the Game 3 World Series. Oh, my God. It left this earthquake salmonier yearning for more. <laughs> and I didn't wake up with a headache the next day. Hand to God. Hand to God. That's my time, Pam. Happy Monday, everybody. Let's get it started. Yay. Raycon. Hooray. So um, there's microphones back here for people. There's also one up there. Ray stays up there. I have a couple things. Um, yep. Your energy is amazing. Thank you. It's like you're electric, and that's super fun. Love it. I feel yeah. like we need a special mom voice so that it goes from like, here's your mom. So we've got your voice. Your voice is happening. Mm -hmm. And then you've got this special mom voice. But then that mom voice melds into that prize fighter voice that happened at the end. Got it. So then there's like a larger... So you just have more levels to play with because yeah. your, your energy is great. You can easily handle being three different characters. Okay. Um, and it starts to cook after that Road Scholar thing and that Costco Gold Star member. That was great. I'd add another absurd one in there before Costco Gold Star or okay. if either depending on how good it is because Costco Gold Star is pretty fucking good, right? Okay. Um, so if it's not as good before, if it's better after. But there's yeah. got to be some... Thing else too but that was all that's all like really original Thanks. um and the richter like a douchebag is so good and i would just get to world series faster i think that i think all of that wine stuff is working with the it's starting to work but it's yeah. almost like see if you make it a little shorter and you just get to world series faster if it okay. helps you okay. um comments okay. more comments good stuff uh, so the part about the special ed I think you can go deeper into that while you make other people guess that the next degree was the genetics. Okay. So maybe that she couldn't find all the answers on the special ed. Give an example. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't exactly know how, but um, yeah. Cool. Good stuff. Thanks. Other comments? Oh, come find a microphone. So either back here or up there, either way. Yeah, so uh, you, you got your, your dad's an entomologist, right? Yep, yep. Your mom's special ed? Yep. Somebody down the road where you 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 say so I'm a I just want to say that the set was perfect. The only thing you got to do is pump up the crowd a little more when you get up there at first. Just pump the crowd, bring, bring a little okay. more energy. Okay. 
It's amazing. But your set's great. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks. All right. Appreciate it. Clap your hands again, everybody. Rank on. Yay. That's how the joke workshop works. All right. We have a bunch of comedians today from Sacramento, and he's one of the first ones up. Put your hands together in a wild slappy motion for Ozzy McNaz. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I just want to say that this is the perfect place to promote my new interracial, interracial dating website. <laughs> it's called uh, blackpeoplemeet.com, or you can call it let's make oreobabies.com. Either way, it works. Let's make interracial babies. <laughs> oh my gosh. As you can tell, I'm not from California. I'm from the whitest part of uh, the, the country. I'm from Warminster, Pennsylvania. I tell people that, and they're like, oh, yeah, I lived around white people, too. And I go, mm-mm, no. I'm not talking about Machine Gun Kelly white. I'm talking Bob Barker white. That's the type of neighborhood I come from. I come from a neighborhood that's so white, white people don't even lock their doors. They're not, they're not even afraid. <laughs> right, right. But, it, but not racist white, like, because obviously I'm black. Like, so most people think, oh, yeah, if I go to his neighborhood, I'm, I'm probably going to be uh, hanging from a fucking tree like a Christmas ornament. No. <laughs> No, they're really nice white people until you uh, put on a little wing. <laughs> um, no, but one of the first things I wanted to experience in California when I first moved here, I wanted to see two celebrities get into an argument. Like, I didn't care what the argument was about. I just wanted to see two celebrities get into an argument. Like, could you imagine if, if Mike Tyson and Arnold Schwarzenegger got into an argument? It could be over something stupid, something petty like a parking spot at Starbucks or some shit. Could you imagine how that go? Mike Tyson walks out, mm -mm, wait, hold on a second, hold on a second. Hold on a second, this is my spot. I come here all the time to get my coffee and my snickle doodle cookie. Why would you, I park my pleas here all the time. Why would you come here? This is my, I come here all the time to get my coffee and my, and Arnold Schwarzenegger's like, nah, fuck you. Fuck you, asshole. I come here to get my coffee and my snoodle cookie, and I park my peers here all the time. Fuck you. Mike Tyson's like, wait a minute, hold on, hold on a second, hold on a second. Why do you talk like that? <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck you. Why do you talk like that? <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like that needs more work, but yeah, you guys laugh, so fuck it. Thank you, thank you, Mitney. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Before I go, I just want to say, this is a true story. My grandma just turned 70, so give it up for her turning 70. She, now, as, as I do this stand-up, and as you sit there, as we speak, she is in my room right now watching movies. And my only thought is, like, damn, I hope she doesn't find my cocaine stash. <laughs> oh, gosh, that would be bad. Fuck, because how am I going to explain it when I get home? So what's this uh, powdery substance I found underneath your computer desk? <laughs> Baby powder? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, shotgun residue? I don't know. <laughs> Fuck do you want me to say? <laughs> ah, go ahead. Go ahead, Pam. Ah, yes, yes. Now, before I go, I just want to say uh, there is no way to make a woman look stupid during sex. Like, it's almost impossible, whether she's ugly or sexy. Like, women just, mm, uh, mm, they just do that, and they look just.
just gorgeous during sex all the time, ugly or sexy. Us guys, we always look stupid and look fucking ridiculous, especially when a sex is really good. We start out looking normal. We start out like, we, like we're really doing something. Yeah. And then in the middle of it, we just lose a part of ourselves. Which, oh, oh. And, and women are like, oh, daddy, get it. You're killing it. And we're like, oh, oh, oh. I, I even sound stupid. We, it's the worst. I sound like Marge Simpson getting strangled when the pussy's real good. I'm, oh, 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 hold me. Oh, my gosh. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Ozzy McNaz. It's been my time. Thank you. Mini Radio. Yay, Ozzy McNaz, you stay up there, you stay up there. Yay, Ozzy McNaz, yay, yay. So I'm so used to getting off early. (laughs) Yay, this is the part where everybody tells you how rad you are. Yay. That was was a super amazing set. You are, your act outs, your acting is like, where's your agent? It's your facial expressions, like what you're doing is so specific and intriguing. Your choices are great. Like it's your, it's that, all that acting stuff is great. The Mike Tyson voice is great. The... Fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger voice is great. And the only thing I could say was like, you can put them in any situation. So I'd ask the audience for crowd work, be like, well, should we put them in therapy together? And then you've got like, so then it gives you a chance to crowd work riff with those voices. Cause you could put them in line at Trader Joe's or you could ask somebody, right? right? Cause you can do those voices for anything. And then if you pull it from the audience, people will lose their fucking minds. Cause they'll be like, look at him improv. This is amazing. (laughs) Um, so yeah. all of that was great. I have one more thing, but go ahead. That, that was awesome. I think um, th- the part where they are confused why why the other one speaks like that. If, if you bring that up way earlier, that 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 kind of brings everyone on board. Um, and um, I think you can easily do a callback when during the sex sex bit. You can bring either wh- whatever like Tyson or or Arnold into it. Or like even they would look ugly. Oh, that's yeah, thank, thank yeah. you. Thank awesome you. stuff. I appreciate thank it. Thank you both. <laughs> yeah. yeah, your voices are fantastic. Um, I was going to say almost the same thing. Maybe you can bring back Mike or Arnold uh, during Grandma finding the uh, cocaine as a way of explanation. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's That's nothing good. or whatever. It's, it's, it's not a tumor. Right? It's yeah. not a tumor. Yeah, exactly. Something. It's not a tumor. He's not, he's right. not on drugs. He's not a tumor. He's not sick. Well, down there. <laughs> I like that. Hey, I really, really like the set. Um, I don't think it'd be funny if you just like have Arnold like struggle with Snickerdoodle because that's like a hard word like Snickers. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, 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 sugar cookie. I can't say it. Sugar cookie. I'm getting confused. Snickerdoodle. All right, your guys are great. Thank you. Is that it? Is that, is that it? Yeah. Uh, thank everybody you. I clap appreciate it. Really, thank you. Yay! Oh, Tim all right, your next comedian coming up. Uh, he runs a show second and fourth Mondays in uh, South San Francisco at Malloy's. It's such a fun room. I've had such a good time there. Put your hands together, everybody, for Sergio Gonzalez. Yay! Thank you, Pam. Thank you. Happy birthday, Hunter. He's right there. He looks like an undercover cop. Uh, I'm kind of depressed. Uh, a fucking crackhead broke into my car the other day. Yeah. Sergio, how do you know he's a crackhead? He could be anybody. Because he stole my dad's cowboy boots and a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> Professional steel laptops, bags, fucking crackheads take whatever they want, dude. I don't fucking know. 
Sergio, why do you have cowboy boots and a skateboard in your car? Because I'm a crackhead. I don't. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? Did I rob my own kind? What the hell? So now in the Tenderloin, there's a crackhead out there doing kickflips in my dad's cowboy boots. <laughs> Damn. Will it, am I a crackhead? No, I would never smoke crack. I already do Adderall. <laughs> People always talk shit about Adderall. Like, well, are you kidding me? It makes you focused and lose weight? Like, that's a fucking superpower right there. You can't, Let's all do Adderall. Don't do Adderall. Uh, shit. Yeah, I'm gonna start doing Adderall fucking lose. Like, I did it the other day, and I was like, damn, I am not hungry all day. I was like, what the fuck? That's a great pill. Like, what? You're, you lose weight, and you're focused. Like, you're gonna have a crackhead physique in no time, dude. You ever seen a crackhead with his shirt off? I think it's so goddamn ripped. What gym do they go to? <laughs> the fucking thunder down under in the tenderloin what's going on out here all right um i remember uh a while ago everybody was complaining about crackheads doing crack on bart and shit like that that didn't bother me you know what i mean because they've had a hard life they can't afford some shit so they gotta hide that pain somewhere i don't know so it doesn't bother me it doesn't bother me when i see a crackhead smoking crack or doing heroin but what does bother me is that they drink lukewarm soda <laughs> You ever see him out there on a summer night? It's like, God damn, bro, that Coke is flat and warm as shit. Oh, my God. Put that away. We don't want to see it. Walking around with the big gulping shit. No ice. Fuck, dude. <laughs> that looks harsh. Rather smoke some crack. You ever like buy food at a 7-Eleven? Like I'm, I, whenever I go to 7-Eleven, I get myself some taquitos and a hot dog. And I think to myself, I'm like, damn, this is a crackhead meal. Like I'm eating the same food crackheads are eating right now. I'm sorry if anyone's a crackhead in here. I got fucking four minutes, four minutes of crackhead jokes. Um, I just paid for like a Tinder elite thing recently where like you get to see who likes you and shit. And uh, I just found out 38 women that I don't want to fuck want to fuck me. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> Why'd I pay for this? But I found out something uh, interesting. Tinder, like if you buy that gold service, some of us pay different prices than others. Yeah. Like they can tell like if you're hot, you'll pay like $10 a month. But if you look like me, you're paying $45 a month. It's it's true. Look it up. Um, that's my set. Thank you, Pam. Sergio Gonzalez, everybody. Yay. We've got comments. Jack, uh, can go? Yeah, no, it was really good. Um, I thought the joke about uh, you being on the um, on the train was really good. Luke Morinsota, it's a great line. Uh, for the Tinder joke, I think it'd be funny if you said, instead of saying someone who looks like me, you said someone who looks like they work at a fish market that would i think that would just add something to the joke um and you could use that i mean t feel free to take it or leave it but when did he mention fish um <laughs> pam, i'll talk being... to you i'll talk to you about that swinging door pam it's crazy <laughs> we're not I gonna get we're not gonna get into this door. no now there's now there's a second open mic in san francisco so i don't ever have to go to san mateo again yeah i never have to go to san mateo ever again 
swinging door sucks. Um, <laughs> cowboy shoes, cowboy shoes, skateboard was all amazing. And then the kick flips and cowboy boots. What beautiful sound. Like, um, you almost said tenderloin thunderdome. And did you mean to say that? Tender, tenderloin uh, Thunderdome. Thunderdown Under. Oh. That's a tenderloin. Like when you see a naked crackhead. Right, 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 right. So I thought that you were, because you were talking about him working out and getting ripped. So I thought Tenderloin Thunderdome is a fun turn of phrase. And it involves the idea of like half naked people, you know, grappling each other in a dangerous situation. I, I don't know. I just wrote it down because I didn't hear what you said. And I was like, yeah. what I heard was Tenderloin Thunderdome. But what you said was whatever you said about the other thing. Um, and then I think that also you said, um, some, I said something in a slam that, oh, the no ice. I think you can add a tag on there. You, you just slam that meth, but no ice because okay. meth is ice. Yeah. Like meth and ice are the same thing. You. Yeah. Or yeah. you could put another drug in there. I'm just trying to be clever. But it was, that was, I laughed really hard at your new jokes. Go ahead, Hunter. Or um, a melted Coke slushy. Yeah, you know. That could, yeah, okay, that might be better. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, Coke in like there. That. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I get it. It's like you know, can I get microwaved or something? Yeah. And then, um, <laughs> I, yeah, I really liked your set. The uh, one thing I think you missed though is when you said like, what gym do they go to? You because you, you start off by saying like they broke into your car. What gym do they break into? Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, and Thank gyms you. are outdoor now too, okay. so like it's really easier for them to break in because you know it's got all to do is go hop a fence. And if you've seen how they look, they can definitely hop a fence. They can do muscle ups. You know. <laughs> Thank you, Henry. Happy birthday. I just want to say your set was fucking amazing. Give it up for him once Thanks. again. Yay, wow, Sergio. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Sergio, but when you mentioned, like, the crackheads that might look like you, it looked like you, you should, like, say, like, oh, yeah, it looked – the crackhead looked like me, like he looked like a Puerto Rican Ari Schaefer. Like, you should, you should <laughs> yeah, probably God damn. incorporate that. Head looked but like he that, worked at a fish market. fucking perfect. You're awesome. <laughs> Ozzy said that last week to me. Like too. the crackhead looked like he worked at a fish market. I don't know if you heard that. Thank, I Jack, I heard. I heard the. the, the, the oh, did, oh yeah. yeah. Find a microphone. Yeah, that that one was working too. Oh yeah. I love that. Yeah. The thing about the soda would be funny if like um, they could somehow like they could, they could arrest crackheads, but like they don't actually have to have any crack on them. They just me like they measure the temperature of the soda. That's probable cause right there. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. funny. And then think about um. Is it called Tinder Elite? Is that what it's actually called? Some shit. I forgot. It's like I, I was going to say it's something, about, it's something about declaring you elite for like, just for paying that thing. Like you're clearly not in the elite. You just oh, find out yeah. exactly where you you're are. You're thirsty. I don't know. I was, I was, and I was wondering like, what if they charged other bills according to like, uh, like, like uh, standards like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like if they know, if you, you know, if they know you just sit on the couch all day, then it costs more for cable exactly. and stuff like that. Anyway. Like they knew I just got out of a relationship. They just charged me so much more. They just, they gouged <laughs> you. <laughs> That's yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah kind I of have point. something else to add on too about that. What's a crackhead's favorite soup? Diet Dr Pepper. Okay. Or something. <laughs> not, huh? Oh yeah. Last comment. Wait, wait. Last comment. Last comment. Last comment. You, oh, you, you, you can reference that you saw the crackhead on Tinder, and because he or she's looking good, I don't know. That's bring it back. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Clap your hands together, everybody, for Sergio Gonzalez. Yay! Your next comedian, uh, it's a joy to see him here in the house. Uh, he's our favorite uh, child who comes here. Um, he is. He's literally 12 years old. Put your hands together, everyone, for Luke Abranches. Yeah. 
Yeah, I got something like Tinder Elite for myself. It's called Minecraft Java Edition. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I think some metaphors are way too aggressive. You guys know what I'm talking about? Like, like for example, the metaphor, they have a stick up their ass. Like, I feel like, I think that's kind of dumb. Because if someone had a stick up their ass, they wouldn't be acting uptight. They'd be freaking out. You know what I mean? Like, if I had a stick up my ass, I'd go to the hospital immediately. I've I think it's kind of stupid. Way too aggressive. Yeah. But, yeah, it took me, like, 15 minutes to do my hair for this. And I think, I think kids' haircuts determine what you think of them, Right? Like, if you ever see a bald African-American or Asian or Mexican kid, right, you think nothing of it. But if you see a bald white kid, you know, he probably has cancer. Yeah, man, it's, it feels great not to having to wear a mask or put a mic condom on. feels so great. Cause, and, you know, California just opened up. So if you're uh, double vaccinated, you don't have to, you're not required to wear a mask indoors. My st- shoes are sticky. <laughs> but, yeah, no, so you guys know what I'm talk- talking about. Like, uh, so basically, w- during COVID, you used to have a, to sneak breathing. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Like, you have to, like, fake drop a pencil on the floor just to pull down your mask to breathe. <laughs> or, like, you know, do the behind the back. The <sighs> just to get a breath in. Yeah. So I'm pretty happy that, that you don't have to do that anymore. But, yeah, many people have been asking me to start talking about middle school girls. Because it's called... I know, like, someone on, when I was getting comments, someone actually asked me to do that. So I I made some jokes. Yeah, because girls in my middle school these days are trying to find themselves, right? Like, they try to make things unique about themselves that are not unique. Like, I was texting this girl, and she put two S's uh, when she, like, at the end of yes. And I asked her why she did that, and she said, that's because that's what's unique about her. But every girl in my middle school does that. So that's not unique about her at all. It's like, why, why do they put, like, no capitalized letters in their – I, I just don't get it, I guess. I don't get girls. But, yeah. Yeah, but for some reason in my class, I'm the go-to guy for girl advice. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, my friend told me how a girl texted him, and he was like, bro, what should I do? I don't know. I'm the youngest in the class. Why would I know? You know, all my experience about girl advice is from Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Like, I have no idea. You know, and uh, just because I've been inside a bar doesn't mean I know what middle school girls want, you know? It's like... Yeah, and uh, I asked him why he, you know, asked me for advice. And he says it's because I have an older brother. But it's not like me and my brother talk about middle school girls on a daily basis. Like, I don't know anything about it. Like, so, yeah, thank you, everyone. I'm Luke Branches. Bye. Yay!
Luca Branches, everyone. He's 12. We got comments in here. Am I going first? Yeah. You're hilarious. Oh, I want to let you know that right now. Um, I was here uh, last time you were here, I think, and uh, there was a 40-year-old man who was heckling you. And you handled oh, yeah, that yeah. Just perfectly. Yeah. You handled it perfectly. All right? You so I want to say, like, yeah, you have, you have courage and, like, you know, development beyond your years. Uh, you were talking about how you feel about girls in front of your mother as oh, a yeah. middle school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I just want to say, um, I, just want to say I, I have no, I have no like, you know, suggestions at all. I just want to let you know. I fucking think you're great, and keep on doing this. Okay? All of this stuff today was new. Um, I've never heard any of this before. He has a full, like, solid eight that he does at shows that's super polished and totally amazing. And every this new four minutes he did has nothing to do with that eight minutes at all. Nope. So, so yay! I'm just really impressed that you've been writing. More comments. I thought it was really funny. I thought it was really funny when you said, uh, "I don't get girls." Like that got a big laugh. You should just be like, "Yeah, I don't get girls." And like at 12 years old, like I'm ready to give up at this point. Like, <laughs> like I'm desperate. I like the, you're uh, really good, man. Uh, love it as always. The, uh, uh, the stick up the ass thing is kind of funny because as you're saying, like that'd be really uncomfortable. Yeah. But you could say on the other end of the other side of the coin. I mean, some people, you know, they like stuff up their ass. So it could be like, a, like an accompaniment sometimes, you know? Like someone's wa whistling, walking down the street, be like, hey, you look like you had a real stick up your ass today. <laughs> Thank you. you know what I mean? And uh, right. And then the other thing is, uh, you don't know, how would I know about middle school girls of, uh, just because I've been in a bar, you could be like, what am I going to do? I'd be like, hey, you want to go out for some chicken wings and an IPA or something? Yeah. Oh, you're <laughs> like, like that? Anyway. that would be fun. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Comics might like that one more, though. Yeah. Uh, Again, man, you're fucking hella funny. Uh, all the time I see you, you're great. Today, I felt like there was like you were like kind of nervous. Oh yeah, I was nervous because I haven't been doing it for like three weeks. Yeah. So yeah, I was just. And we all look nervous and oh, shit, yeah. man. But like you, like you, the confidence is gonna be good, bro. Cause your shit's hella funny, where we don't even have to comment on your stuff. Like it's fucking amazing, and yeah, dude, I'm super jealous, cold, dude. That's three weeks cold. You're, you're great, dude. I got I got one thing to say. I forgot I forgot to say it too. Like when um you were talking about um girls and stuff, like. There's gonna be a lot of stuff that you have to figure out too, but like uh, change, like figure out like the different things that go with a bunch of different things with that. Um, like you know, yes, two things. I'll give you an example. When I was in middle school too, um, this the girls would always have signatures at the end of every text. You know what I mean? Like they'd send a text and be like a signature, and there wouldn't be the fucking name. It'd be like Yas Queen or something. So you you know something like that. Back in my day, we used to dot our, our eyes with hearts. Um, there was so many great um, concrete specific things. The cancer joke was amazing. Oh, yeah. You pause for laughter like a professional. Um, all new stuff. The specific detail of the diary of a wimpy kid. I just say, is it the book or the movie? Um, there might be another line in there like, I only watch the movie. I don't know how to read. <laughs> I'm in junior high. Or no, you're obviously super smart. I wouldn't want you to punch down on that. But it was amazing. And the riff at the beginning, like, you're like a little professional. You should try out for that. America's Got Talent thing. Give Kabir a run for his money. Wow. Uh, <laughs> that was Josh awesome, dude. Cut. I hate how much better you are at this than I am. <laughs> um, I'll, I don't know. This might be something. I don't know if it'll work or not, but it might be good to try, like, I don't know if you, like, play into your age and, like, maybe don't start off with stick up the ass, maybe go for buck, because that might make the cancer jokes and, like, the really screwed up jokes, like, pop way more if you play more into that, like, you know, I'm just, well, because, I mean, you obviously have all that stuff, too. You say you're 12 years old, man? You got six years to joke about smashing with underage girls. Clap your hands together.
other? Oh, do you, does anyone have any other comments other than he's amazing? Clap your hands together, Luca Branches! Yay! He's so amazing. He's so amazing. All right, uh, your next comedian. Uh, he's amazing. He's won the contest like two weeks in a row. Um, he's super funny and he writes great jokes. Let's see what he has for us tonight. Put your hands together for Daniel Lewis. Yay! It's a rich man's world. Cheers, cheers. How's it going, guys? Anybody here about 33 years old? Any chance? Right on. I am 33 years older than the last comic. Just to give you an idea of that age difference, when I was his age, uh, it had been 772 years since the Magna Carta was signed. Now it's been 806 years. <laughs> just, just to give you an idea of how that goes. Jesus Christ. Apparently I'm a cancer survivor too. I'm a pre-survivor. Still holding on, baby. Whoa! I'm not much of a porn guy. I've checked back in recently. I've got to tell you guys. It's nice to see step families getting along for once, you know? It's like every video went like that for me. If my stepmom tried to talk to me like that, come on my tits, I'd be like, you're not my real mom. <laughs> right. About the underage girls thing, you know, that had me thinking about Matt Gates. You guys know that guy? Republican congressman from Florida. He got caught with a 17-year-old girl, which I think is like the sleaziest possible fetish, you know? He's like, yeah, I'm 39, love 18-year-olds, only, only wish it was a crime, you know, somehow. So sleazy, man. No one respects a guy like this, you know? Like, normal people are like, dude, just wait until she's 18. And pedophiles are like, dude, you in or you out? What's going on here? It's like he took the cookies out five minutes early out of the oven. But who does that? Either wait till the cookies are done baking, or be a piece of shit and eat the dough, you know? <laughs> yep. Hey, you guys remember when uh, movies used to sometimes say, based on a true story? You notice they don't do that anymore? Now every movie says, inspired by true events, right? It's like they want that true story cred, only they want to be able to make a bunch of it up, you know? The problem is, everything, in some way or another, is based on true events, you know? So you could say that about anything. Be like, I got a movie pitch. Moby Dick leaps out of the ocean, slams into the World Trade Center. Inspired by true events. I don't know. So it's, it's, it's pretty meaningless. I mean, you could say inspired by true events about both Schindler's List and Harry Potter. So it doesn't... Also, what would a movie not inspired by true events look like? It's like random geometric shapes and distant wailing. In the beginning, they'd be like, this movie involves neither events nor inspiration of any kind. You guys think Polish jokes are okay? Is that still a thing? You ever heard of Polish jokes? I can't believe that's a thing. I can't believe it's okay to say an entire nationality is stupid. It's obviously not true. Some of them are Jews. Right. <laughs> Speaking of that, you ever... Uh, <laughs> You ever think that maybe that, uh, that Heil Hitler salute was uh, just Hitler going for a high five and just everybody left him hanging? That's it. Because that could be really frustrating. Anyway, he got really, really, really frustrated. Thank you. A lot of people say they like to go back in time and kill Hitler when he was a baby, prevent all that atrocity. But notice how no one ever says like to go back in time and terminate the Hitler pregnancy. And I think that's because abortion is still a pretty tricky issue. 
right? It's not straightforward like good old infanticide is, you know? I personally think it was Hitler's mother's body, Hitler's mother's choice, myself. Well, you could be excused for trying to talk her into this one, you know? And, and if you think life begins at conception, just go back in time, prevent the Hitler conception. Right, go to like date night at the Hitler house and be like, listen, mine here, trust me on this one, on the tits. Okay, thanks you guys, appreciate it. Dan Lewis, everyone, Dan Lewis. Um, great stuff, so clever at the beginning with the numbers, just oh, riffing, yeah, I did so lovely. Um, I think that you'll take a little bit of the edge off that stepmom joke if you say, you can't tell me what to do, you're not my real mom. You say, come on my tits. And then you yeah. just said, you're not my real mom. I'd give it just an extra sentence of okay. just context. Yeah, right. Um, okay. And then it's, this is the second time I've heard you made the mistake of saying 18 instead of 17. You start out your joke uh, and you're setting it up. And then you said 18-year-olds. And I know you meant 17. And you went back and said I didn't 17 know. the second time. I didn't know. It was just confusing. It, it, I'm 39. I like 18-year-olds. I just, I just wish it were a crime. I want to go one lower. It's not, it's not, it's not made clear in the joke though. That's the problem. Right, and yeah. then you, and, and, yeah. There's just, there's something, because then it gets funny. But you throw us something. Just look at that language, because it throws okay. us off for a second. Yeah, certainly. Um, and then really random good. geometric shapes. I laughed really hard at that, and that's the I best see. Hitler joke I've ever heard. Ah, come the on. High, there's so uh, many. That's so good. Come it's on. So funny. Man. I'm just glad we got something out of them, you know? <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, am I cutting someone? I think that for the uh, Matt Gates joke, you should probably just do the last joke. The last bit. Yeah, the okay. cookie dough thing. Because I don't think the other part is funny enough to warrant talking about I'm pedophiles. A, I'm a, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good... Uh, yeah. Maybe I should have told you that in person. But <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. I'm, trying. I'm not really... Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. Hey. So the the joke about the you're not my real mom, like you're insinuating that you come on your mom's tits, right? Uh, yeah, essentially. Yeah, I, I feel like you missed that, that. You can't tell me what to do, like my real mom can. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like, uh, just my opinion, like you should have said, like, no way, you're not my real mom. Like okay. you know, like when you said you're not my real, like I, I used to say, shut up. So I'm 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 changing it up, trying to some, figure out. What yeah. To shut All up. right. Good stuff. <laughs> I think I have to be more pissed. Other comments? Yeah, yeah, man, thanks, I, you guys. No, wait, no, there's more. Appreciate it. Oh, oh no, okay. I was just, no, I was just going to say I'm Polish-Jewish. I just wanted more of a punch there. Okay. I just wanted more Got of a punch. It. You just said that we're stupid. I was like, oh, you can do better than that. Come on. Okay. We're, we're, we're hey, I might throw that. some Korean in there. We don't know. Uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. See? <laughs> He's part Korean. Uh, any other okay. comments? Put your hands together, everybody, for Dan Lewis. Yay. That's how the joke workshop works. All right, we have two more comedians with comments, and then we just do straight up four minutes, and we'll probably be able to get through everybody. Put your hands together for your next comedian. Yake! Yay! All right. How you folks doing? Doing good? Following the news? Yeah? Today, uh... First thing, I opened the news. They talked about uh, on auction, they sold the famous or infamous car that was in the Fast and Furious for $550,000, half a million dollars. A lot of money. A lot of money. I think you should have kept on driving that car. You know, Wiz Khalifa would have seen him again. It just would not make it for a good hit song. 
Okay, well, uh, I'm gonna go to a lighter story about my childhood, I guess. <laughs> From death to uh, childhood, you know, that's how it works. Um, I grew up in uh, Iraq, or Iraq, depending who your parents voted for. <laughs> and uh, my favorite thing as a kid was Hot Wheels. You guys know that, Hot Wheels? Yeah, yeah, so the way they make Hot Wheels is they make it by die casting. You know, it's, it has culture in it. That in the country where they make the Hot Wheels, they mold the shape of the car with the metal in that country and they ship it to Iraq. And the, with the first sniff of that car, the first idea would be, I wonder if this burns or pops with enough fireworks in here. Luckily, that did not turn into the next generation. So I don't have any vest collection. I don't have any obsession with trucks. Um, yeah, trucks, huh? What else, what else we got? I'm trying, wor I'm working really hard to get out of this uh, Cookie Monster look, you know, with a little uh, shade of terrorism. Uh, so I've become a tour guide, city tour guide, this lovely city. And um, the first thing that uh, I realized, you actually need to know the story of the parts of the city. So we go to Golden Gate Park and uh, the family goes like, what's the idea behind Golden Gate Park? And I told them that I think the beef with China started first with the Golden Gate Park. You know, they told us this is gonna be golden, but look at it, it's not golden, is it? Um, yeah, and then we go to the Kui Tower, and that's where I realized that I don't really know what I'm talking about. I had to explain to them the Kui Tower is a resemblance of our LGBT community. It does look like a dick. It is a dick. That's a specific European dick. And the Salesforce one is the American one. And the Transamerica is the Middle Eastern one. They didn't pay me. It was free. You know, free things happen. Um, yeah, I've been, uh, I've been going back out there to escape rooms. I love escape rooms. They're great. Um, I've, uh, I've been banned from a bunch of them because I'm really good at escaping them. Um, I go there with my Jewish friends. I'm Kurdish. He's Jewish, you know. They call us uh, the, uh, the Power Rangers. The minute we walk in there, we, you know, we close eyes like your grandpa's spirit is in here. Tells you where the code is. Okay, no escape rooms either. Um, yeah, anyone uh, into uh, getting back into health and working out? No, no, yeah, trying, all right. Um, I'm learning about this new diet, the keto diet, pretty cool. Apparently, it's supposed to jerk off the uh, the fat in your body, or at least that's what I understand it does. That's what it does. Um, I'm keeping a list of things that are not on the keto diet, so I think I should share that with you. The first thing is bacon-flavored dog biscuits. It is not on that list. You should not include that in your keto diet, uh, which I had a lot of them a couple of weeks ago while I was high. <laughs> out of my mind, um, and um, so I'm on the call, I'm trying to explain to this poor lady, it's like, this is chewy, and she goes like, sir, do you talk to your dog? Do you have like, you know, the ego kicked in, I was like, yeah, I do talk to my, I, I do talk to my dog, yeah, you know, we have like a whole AI thing, turns out it's the second time I've been ordering dog biscuits, and, uh, and here's the thing, if it's your second time ordering dog biscuits, you have other priorities to take care of. It's not keto, you know. But yeah, that's pretty much it, folks.
Keep on your, your diet, your regimen. Appreciate it. Thank you, Pam. Stay on your keto diet, everyone. Yetkay. Our comments. Here we go. Yeah, I got one. Uh, I think you should do Iraqi Hot Wheels, where it comes with like ambulances and tanks, and the special edition is two planes that come with their own towers. You could say you love living in, uh, you don't like living in San Francisco. All these tall buildings make you a little antsy. You know what I mean? It does. Lean into that racist shit. I like it, man. It's good shit. Thank you. Uh, it was really, at the beginning, it was hard for me to focus on your set because people in here were talking, so I apologize about that. I yeah. wanted more explanation, explanation on Cookie Monster and what that means, like how you're a Cookie Monster, that you look like Cookie Monster, or that you look like Cookie Monster and like a terrorist had a baby or something. I don't know. That was sort of what you said, sort of, but not at all. Um, the Kurdish Jewish escape room joke has so many legs. Like, I feel like that's so funny, and I don't know why everybody didn't like The premise is, I, I just was like tickled by the premise, and it didn't come off because it's not there yet, and it's the first time I've heard you say it, I think, anyways, but I, I enjoyed that very much. And then I was like, there, I was confused at the end, and I don't know if it was because you were going too fast or I wasn't, there was a misunderstanding, but you're jerking off as part of a workout regimen for a keto diet? No, I said that uh, I think the keto diet jerks off your fat. Oh, I thought that maybe it was like a workout where you, when you jerk off, it gets rid of fat. Like that jerking off is somehow part of keto. Like that's where I was confused. I was like, I've never heard that before, but I can totally believe it. I mean, I guess that's a workout. I've tried it, it doesn't work. Oh. <laughs> you have to swallow for the protein. Um, also, just on your Cookie Monster terrorist thing, I think you should do an impression, like an act out of a Cookie Monster terrorist. Thank you. Can definitely do that. Right on. <laughs> Any other? Everybody, yeah, okay. All right. We have one more comedian with comments, and then we're going to get to your birthday headliner. He gets to do an extra special set without comments just because he's so special. And it does look like we've had some dropouts, so don't worry. Put your hands together. Pay attention to your last comedian of the comments section of tonight's joke workshop, Josh Sikotsky. Yay! If I had to do the same. What is up, San Francisco? Where the dogs are in strollers and the kids are on leashes. Love it. Uh, I need to get better at comedy, dude. You're kicking my ass. I want to get to the point where I get off stage and people are like, dude, you suck. Because now it's like I get off stage and people are like, oh my god, you're so brave. Aww. Uh, I miss traveling. That was the worst part about COVID. Uh, I miss the bakeries in the Netherlands. That's like the thing I miss the most about traveling. <sighs> There's nothing better than a hot Dutch oven, guys. Ugh, love them. Uh, I'm gonna skip this horrible pun. Uh, they say that you shouldn't judge someone by their appearance, and I completely agree. Unless they have really long nails, uh, I think you can assume that they don't have contacts. All right. <laughs> Uh, it's Pride Month. Uh, my best friend actually just came out um, as a two-section couch. That's right. She's a bisectional. Dude, coming out of the closet was really tough for her, but getting her up the stairs was damn near impossible. Um, all right. I sent my first dick pic last week. Woo! 
to my doctor. Hey, I won't get into any details. There was some oozing. Uh, I was like, hey, you know, should I, should I be worried about this or what? And she was like, I mean, probably, but I'm a dentist. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, sh I still should have made it look prettier, though, right? Like, deck of cards for scale. You look like you sent dick pics. You know the deal. Uh, deck of cards for scale. Like, put a watch on or something. Maybe stick a rose in there. <laughs> look, you're supposed to put flowers in there. You have a vase. Deference. Um, yeah, puns. Take the, take the thorns out, though, you know, from experience. It, ugh. Um, all right. Um, I think it should be illegal uh, when I order takeout for you to shove an iPad in my face, making me tip? What the hell is going on? Hey, you picked up your food. Do you want to give us 30, 35, or 40%? What? I'm doing all the work, okay? I'm the one who's picking up the food. I'm the one delivering it to the customer. I'm the one jerking him off. You owe me money. <sighs> you guys ever do the math to figure out how old your parents were when they had you? Like, okay, my parents were 45, I'm 24, 45 minus 24 is uh, one broken condom. Uh, <laughs> dude, it's, it's expensive having kids. It's $250,000 to have a kid. That means my parents could have just bought a Lamborghini for 200K, and as long as they spilled me in the back seat, it'd still be a great financial decision. Um, all right, um, I've been trying to answer all the important questions in life, like, you know, is there a God? Where do we all come from? Uh, in low by T-Pain, is she wearing apple-bottom jeans, boots with the fur, or baggy sweatpants, Reeboks with the straps, okay? We know this is one person, because he clearly says, she hit the floor. All right? Next thing you know, whole club was looking at her. He would have said they if it was multiple people. And if I know two things about rappers, they love proper grammar and monogamy. All right. Um, I don't think I really have time to go through the rest of this one. I'm going to give you one last horrible pun so you all hate me when I leave. Uh, elevator buttons, uh, they're only happy when they're being used, because if they're not, they just get depressed. Mm, okay. I hate myself, too. Thank you. Someone get that man a baby, because he's got enough dad jokes for everyone. Yeah, Josh Kotsky. Go ahead. Uh, first of all, I want to say it was really brave of you to do this. Um, second thing, <laughs> just keep working at it. But I think, yeah, don't there. worry about it. So I rewrote one of your jokes. Uh, I think, no, just like if you change the punchline, I think it'd be good. But so it says, my girlfriend just came out as bisexual. She's a couch. I fuck couches. <laughs> okay, yeah, no parade for that. Okay, cool. Thank you. You were looking at me your whole set, so I guess I should comment. Uh, <laughs> just look around the room more. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was trying. <laughs> I liked your tip set because I'm always like, do I need a tip? Like, what the? F I didn't eat here. So I always, you know, that kind of like hit home. Um, and aren't you that cheap fuck from last week who you like give homeless people 59 cents and shit like that? 70 cents. Yeah, so like you could like tie, you could call back, you know, with if you ever do that joke in a whole 10 minute thing or whatever, you know, you could say some shit like that. Thanks. You can always look at me during your sets, Josh. I tried looking around and then I kind of just froze in this corner. But Fair enough. Just your eyes are so Thank so you. yeah. you're, um, there's so many things, um, that, I like about what you're doing, but
but I need you to slow down so that I can get them all almost. And um, you know your scale joke? I've kind of heard it before, so I want it to be something specific to you. Because I've heard of people like making paper mache buildings and dressing it up like Godzilla or putting glasses on it for your dick pics. And you were talking about scale. And so I was just like, there's got to be something specific and interesting to you gotcha. that makes that not just because I've, I've heard the premise a little bit. The scale thing, I, I'll try to go more for like, that's just like, you know, the scale to watch the first two and then shove a rose up your dick is like the third. Right. And I like the no thorns thing. I think that's, that's gotcha. unique. Okay, first of all, it was Low by Flo Rida, not T-Pain. And Flo Rida and T-Pain feature. He's the one who said okay. I get into it this time. Okay, time. fair, fair. Um, the other thing that went through my mind was <laughs> when you were talking about, like, oh, it has to be one person because they, like, they, they say she and not they. I feel like then you can go into some sort of, like, like what if rappers from 2008 predicted they, them pronouns? <laughs> And now I just want to know what that bit is. So, food for thought. I don't know if that's his joke particularly, but it better be someone soon. Um, that was lovely. I hope to beat you at magic again someday soon. Put your hands together for Josh Gotsky. Yay! Oh, I'm going to try. We're going to play Magic the Gathering. Were you really? That's exciting. I have three decks in my bag. If you go to Grant and Green, we can play in the corner. Uh, your next comedian, I know that sounded weird. I'm so not creepy. <laughs> okay. I just play Magic the Gathering, all right? Your next comedian, it's his birthday, and it's his birthday. So he's going to do an eight-minute set for us, and then we're going to get back into the open mic, and Kelly Evans dumped out, so we do have a guest set. Put your hands together, everybody, right now for Hunter Uniac. <laughs> Father's Day was yesterday. My birthday was today. So me and my dad have this arrangement. Every Father's Day, I don't get him a present. And that's my birthday present. No, I actually did get him a present. I did. I got him a uh, book on golf. And, like, we have a weird, you know, relationship. Like, I don't, like, it's been strange, you know. Like, I love him and I hate him at the same time. And I got him a book on golf because he loves golf and he hates reading. Like, I got him something he loves, but he can never fucking use. Great, though. First names are weird. First names take over the gravitas from somebody when you meet them. Like, every father-in-law is some dude named Chuck. That's all he is. Like, think about this. Um, Donald Trump, we'd have never voted for him if we called him by his first name. Donald? Who the fuck's going to vote for a guy named Donald? Donald sounds like somebody's allergic to gluten and pussy at the same time. Oh, you guys are Republicans. Fuck you, then. <laughs> Theodore Roosevelt. He's on um, Mount Rushmore. One of the greatest American citizens of all time. All right? He preferred to be called Teddy because it sounded more professional than Theodore. All right, I shouldn't look at a 12-year-old about history jokes. It's crazy, though. It's weird. Like, he was a leader of a very famous American military unit in the Spanish-American War. So at one point in time, you could call the leader of the free world, Colonel Teddy of the Rough Riders. That sounds like a name you'd find for somebody who's a power bottom furry. <laughs> oh, 
how do I know the gay dude would laugh like that joke the most? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's going weirder. Okay, it's great. Santa Claus. I'm sorry. He's not real. But um, <laughs> Santa Claus is some guy named Chris. That's all he is. What's the difference in these two sentences? Santa Claus climbed down my chimney last night and left me presents. Or a man named Chris performed the felony of breaking and entering, wearing a fucking uh, tracksuit that only Corella DeVille would wear if she was an extra on the set of Sopranos. And then fucking my parents, knowing a full year of this would happen, left him fucking cookies and a Christmas tree in order to protect me. Fuck you guys, it's hilarious. It's my birthday, at least I get some pity laughs. I'm literally talking about how Santa fucking is a pedophile, so you guys should read it between the lines and realize this is a call for help. Please don't hug me. <laughs> nah. Parents, I'm sorry. Parents, they uh, every single year, they bring their children to sit on mall Santa's lap. A man in a mall pretending to be Santa, which means he's a man pretending his alter ego is mall Chris. They then have the children sit down and take a picture of him. And while the stranger is like, you know, while the stranger has the kids on his lap, he whispers in the ear, have you been naughty or nice as your child? The parents then hang that up on the fireplace, which is his preferred point of entry into your home. You guys, it's fuck. I'm ruining your childhoods. I don't give a shit. All right? I have a fireplace at my house. I was staring at it, writing these fucking jokes. All right? Weird though, guys. It is. You know what's the worst part, too? This is my birthday set. I asked Pam to do eight minutes, and now I'm fucking bombing for the entire eight minutes. You know what? No. I'll hold you. Wear a Santa suit so I can cry and, like, reaffirm some fucking trauma that happened to me as a child. I wrote these jokes thinking they'd be hilarious, but now it makes me realize I am only good as a riffer. I am only good when I not try. You need to stop trying. All right? I'm sorry. You're his mother, right? You need to tell your child to stop trying. All right? College, don't go to it. Okay? You're wearing sweatpants already. Like, you gave up this fucking quickly. Okay? Don't be ashamed about that. All right. Hey, do you guys think Hulk Hogan looks like Thor if he was on bath salts? Hulk Hogan was a guy, he dressed up as Santa who touched me as a child. That's where we're getting with this. That was the most sarcastic <laughs> I've ever... All right. It's weird. Um, been working with my dad. That's kind of weird. Um, you guys ever work with your father? No, let me tell you what it's like. You ever get grounded and fired on the same day? You know, like I lost my allowance, but I gained severance pay. You know, it's crazy though. <laughs> it's great though, it is. It is. Um, let me tell you this, like uh, I work construction. That's what it is. You guys ever wake up hungover to a jackhammer going off in your neighborhood? Well, you've woken up over to a jackhammer. I'm talking about a different jackhammer. <laughs> Has anybody ever woken up to a jackhammer that wasn't in love with this person right here. <laughs> well, let me say this, like, I'm gonna let you go, the guy on the jackhammer is probably more hungover than you are. And that guy's me. I had a lady come up to me 
Day after St. Patrick's Day. So, excuse me, sorry, it's day after St. Patty's Day. She said it with D's instead of T's. That's how I knew she's a Karen. She hasn't gotten dick in so long. She has to put the D's wherever the fuck she can in every single word she says. Fuck you guys. <laughs> All right, this actually happened to me, and you don't get to go, heh, heh, or sarcastic because I'm a hairy person when she's literally bitching at me for me doing my fucking job. Go, so she just said, like, it's different St. Patty's Day. Me and my girlfriend had four Irish car bombs last night. It was crazy. It was wild. I'm an Irish man. All right, and the term Irish car bomb is racist and derogatory to me. Because you think, don't nod at that, like, yeah, I agree with them. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny but like the term Irish car bomb is racist derogatory to me because you think as an Irish man I'm sober enough to get behind the wheel of a car crazy though it is like I went off I was like you think you're hungover I tried cocaine last night for the hundredth time this year I'm sorry mom about that joke it's crazy though guys I'm half white half Filipino which means I'm 100% white at heart and 100% Filipino on paper, you know, for college reasons. Did they work? No, I'm doing fucking stand-up right now. <laughs> Point is, I'm so white. I'm so white. I leave, I, I'm so white. If I was a pimp, all my bitches would have dental. I'm so white. My favorite rapper was a singer from Linkin Park. <laughs> I wrote that joke before he died. It's okay. <laughs> I'm so white, I discovered most deaf because he had a cameo on House. <laughs> That's not a joke. He played a deaf guy. I still haven't listened to his music since then. <laughs> I'm also uh, like, you know, this racially tense time. You know, like, as a white person, I can't, like, you know, have a cause. So, like, if you can't beat him, join him. I made my own hate group, guys. I did. Who here is uh, right-handed? Don't be shy. Raise your fucking hands if you're right-handed. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck all of you. I'm making my left hand. I'm making my own left-hand supremacy rally. It'll be great. It's like 30 of us in Washington D.C. chanting, "Doorknob shall not oppress us." Down with scissors. You know what? I stand by these jokes. And I, I said that statement after I said, I want to make my own hate group. Okay, that was too far. But it was literally the dumbest hate group in the world. Everybody, don't applaud for me. Boo me right now. That's my time. Hunter Uniac, he's not going to stand with scissors or run with scissors. Don't run with scissors, my friend. It's his birthday. Yay! Someone give that man some cake. Thank you, Luke. Thank you, Luke's mom. You're amazing. I hope to see you soon in a new show. Um, your new material is awesome. Your next comedian. Put your hands together, everybody, for Jack Ferguson. Yay! Oh, man. I am glad that we let that Make-A-Wish kid do an eight-minute set before he died. It was good. Uh... Gosh, that was 12-year-old kid makes you a little bit kind of reevaluate your life, huh? That's tough. Cool mom, though, don't you think? That she sat through that whole thing and was like, you know what? He's got the internet. He knows it already. It's 
Um, my attitude, my attitude towards porn. You know, there's a lot of weird porn out there. My attitude towards porn is generally that um, I'll try anything once. You know, like I think about porn the way I think a dog thinks about food. Um, have you ever seen a dog eat a piece of cardboard to find out if it's edible? Like, see a dog. A dog sees something on the ground. Is like, oh, I don't know if that's tasty, uh, but there's only one way to find out. Then he eats it. And uh, if he gets a weird feeling in the pit of his stomach, then that's how he knows it wasn't edible. That's my attitude towards porn. Um, <laughs> I, uh, any of you guys uh, in favor of banning assault rifles? Vaguely. Do you sense a trap or is it that you don't want to? Are you in favor? Peter, can I use you? Are you in favor of banning? Okay. You're in favor of getting rid of them? Do you have a gun? Okay. Right. I don't, I mean, I'm not asking you for your whole life story right now, but. <laughs> do you, so you would be in favor, this is the funny thing I think about liberals, is like, we're in favor, I'm in favor of getting rid of assault rifles, but I don't have a gun. So like, how am I going to go up to someone with an assault rifle and be like, hey, you got to get rid of that, buddy. Like he's not he's just gonna he's not gonna feel threatened by me. And then we're all like, oh, you know, the police will do it. Because if there's one thing that the police love, it's liberals, you know? Like they'd be willing to help us out. Um my dad is a big gun guy. He uh he likes to talk about this time that a guy went into a church in Texas, tried to shoot it up, and in two point six late seconds later is immediately shot by a volunteer security guard. And it's like, that guy's a hero because he stopped a mass shooting, but he was also way too ready, you know? Like 2.6 seconds, I didn't realize John Wick was working volunteer security at a church in the middle of Texas. Um, I uh, First time I smoked weed, I got caught by my mom. I was with all my friends, and I was like, oh, mom, I was only doing it because my friends were doing it. And she's like, well, if all of your friends jumped off of a bridge, would you jump off of a bridge? It's like, I don't know, Mom. That's a pretty messed up scenario. Like, if all of my friends, all 800 of my Facebook friends, at the same time committed suicide. Yeah, maybe, I mean, I would be in a pretty bad emotional place. I think maybe I would jump off of a bridge, you know? Like, can you imagine getting that phone call? Just be like, hello? Like, hi, this is the San Francisco Police Department. Oh my God, did something happen? Boy, did something happen. Uh, all of your friends jumped off of a bridge. Be tough. Um, do you guys watch the movie Benjamin Button? Do you think it's uh, kind of fucked up that Benjamin Button um, convinced his, or tricked his wife into becoming a pedophile? Huh? I don't know. Me neither. All right, I'm ba I'm Jack. I'm see you. Thanks, guys. Hey, Jack! With his fresh take on the Benjamin Button joke. Very nice. Um, your next comedian is not here, so I'd like to Paula. Are you ready to go up? You've been so patient. Thanks for coming. Put your hands together, everyone, for Paula Maddox. Yay! I'm nothing special. Excuse me, why just robe? What's up, fuckers? How are you today, man? Yeah? Well, I want to give you the clap you can tell your mama about. So good job, everybody. Right? 
<laughs> gotta have something good to take home once in a while, shit. So my name is Paula. Um, I've decided recently I'm just gonna go by Paula from now on, because um, I gave up my main name too early, and then my married name messed all my shit up. So now I'm just gonna go by Paula. Either that or Paula like Abdul for Direct TV. That's my, that's my amateur days. Um, I have news for the audience. I don't know if you guys know this, but there's a very good reason they don't put pregnancy on the list of STDs. Yeah. It's so that nature can find her fools faster, y'all. So <laughs> be careful, you know? If you haven't done it to yourself, watch out. <laughs> yeah. Because when, back when I was young and dumb and full of a lot of bad ideas, I decided it was a good idea to get married and have kids. <laughs> That's where the good idea stopped. At least the kids weren't bastards, <laughs> you know? Like, knock that out of the fucking park. Dude, you got to count your blessings, man. It's so fucking bad out there. Yeah, so I have these three kids, and there was a lot of warning signs I missed before I did this to myself. Like right there in the wood, motherhood is the word hood. What do we know about hoods? <laughs> yeah, nothing cool happens to them in real life. Like on TV, hoods are cool, you know? And there are gangs in real hoods. I don't know if you know this, because in the motherhood, when you make more than one kid, you make your own gang. <laughs> so dumb. So bad. Honestly, though, I have to tell you, I only made the second kid because the first kid needed a playmate. <laughs> okay? 24 hours a day is really long, you guys. Really long, yeah. So the pandemic hits and I'm stuck at home with all these monsters of my own making. Even God didn't plan on that, right? You know, because that's why I made work in school, because we're not supposed to be home with them fuckers all the time, you know? It's not cool. And I found it was very strange doing com Zoom comedy in the house with the kids, because it's weird when your content hears you talking about them all the time, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and they didn't like hearing their dumb shit either, so that was fun, right? But then I got oddly possessive with the right to abuse them because some of the comics were either really, really good or really fucked up. And I got, that's my right to fuck the kids up, not y'all. You know, that's my job. It was tricky. It was tricky. But I got a lot of time to binge things like Metallica. I started listening to Metallica again. Yes, fucking A. Man, I lost good music when my poverty kicked in, you know. Fucking a lot of shit. But I noticed that I was um, changing some of the verses to match each kid individually. You know, I'm like, oh, for whom the bell tolls, motherfucker, you know, I'm coming for you. Yeah, and creeping death. And then I thought, well, thank God I didn't have this when they were little. <laughs> I'd be fucking thumping them down the hallway. And I wouldn't hear them screaming because I'd have the headphones on, you know. Yeah, and then for the show side of things, I was binging that intervention show, which was cool. You know, you find out how fucked up people really are, which makes me feel better about myself, can I tell you? Yeah, but I didn't like feeling all the signs and symptoms of addiction in regards to comedy. <laughs> And that was weird, Zoom comedy, because you can do six, seven, eight a day and not even leave your room. Like, that's a lot. So I think I, I, I twacked my woofer, y'all. <laughs> do you know what your woofer is? Everybody has a woofer. Did you know this? It's on the inside when you go, woo, when it hits about to kick in or you're about to hit that, woo. I twacked mine. I twacked mine. It's all right. I'll be all right. So I'm going to go back to my favorite show. My favorite show is that 600-pound life, because I'm those bitches go away. <laughs> Makes me feel good every day. <laughs> Man, you got to count your blessings when they come because some decisions last a lifetime and sometimes you don't know which ones are the fucked up ones. <laughs> you know, it's not cool. Yeah, so I try to warn people, having a kid is like black magic. All the shit that happens to you, it's got all the requirements. It has sacrifice. You sacrifice all your good parts to make that kid turn out. <laughs> some parts you didn't even know you had, you know. It has offerings because in this you offer up your literal DNA for the job. <laughs> That's cosmic. It also ties that ass to your ass for the rest of your day, so keep that in mind. Yeah, and the last one is the... Um, my favorite. It's a chanting and the moaning. You know, because in the beginning you're like, please, please, I want a baby. And then after you do it to yourself, you're moaning and groaning like, what in the fuck did I do, y'all? Yeah, you did it. <laughs> you did it. So stay safe, take your birth control, and stay out of the parenthood. Have a good night. Thank you. Yay! Take your birth control, everyone. The more you know. No, no. From our new 
friend, Paula Maddox. Yeah. All right. Uh, your next comedian, he is one of my favorite people, and it's Gay Pride Month, so he's on all of my shows. Yay. Put your hands together right now for Peter Struckmeyer. Yes. How do I make everything about me? Use the fact that I'm gay for attention. Oh, my God. Um, it's been a while since I've been at Joke Workshop. I was in New York for a week, living life in the big city. Uh, I was living my best Sex in the City life. Do you want to know which girl I am from Sex in the City? I'm Miranda after she got cum on her face. Yes, I am whoring it up. Um, let me tell you about the man I slept with in New York. Um, he's an actor. Um... He's in a lot of really fancy theater shows, and he's he's going to have his big break. I know it, because he's starring in this play as a goat, and the goat ends up in a relationship with this woman. And I, too, was disappointed that our, our uh, bestiality stories didn't have more LGBTQ plus representation, but you know what? That's another fight to be fighting. Like, think about it. We, we have doggy style. We have bears. We have otters. We have the whole animal kingdom. Missed opportunity there. Um, but did I help him rehearse his lines by milking that goat? Yes, I did. <laughs> but, um, no, the play is actually not about this love relationship cross-species. Uh, it's actually about Google Spreadsheets. <laughs> yeah, no, you heard that right. <laughs> It, it's about Google Spreadsheets. That's that's not even a punchline. That's just what it's about. And, um, you know, I don't even know where that bit goes other than that fact and just leaving it into the room there. So um, just know that I slept with a homosexual. Okay. And uh, what else did I do in New York? Oh, I had a revelation in New York. Okay, so I was at a bar. I saw this married couple who brought their, like, nine or ten year old with them to the bar and the kids are just bored out of their mind while the parents talk to their friends and I was thinking like that's such poor parenting like my parents would never have brought me with them to the bar so they could hang out with their friends and you know what I realized after that the only reason my parents never did that is because my parents don't have friends it took me 29 years to realize my parents don't have friends. They never have. At this rate, they never will. Like, do any of your parents have friends? Okay, but also, like, what you can't count is, like, it, it, so, like, if I went on a play date with Hunter, where, like, Hunter and I were under the covers, like, touching each other's penises, my mom is not friends with Hunter's mom. You go, don't get to be friends with the child's friend's mom. That's not how it works. Oh, hi. <laughs> Happy birthday. Um, really? Can I meet her? Oh, moms love me. Moms love me. Moms just don't love my mom. Okay, I have a whole nother minute, but, you know, it's going to be, this bit's going to be longer than a minute, so I'm going to use the move I'm gay card here to finish it. Okay. So, the one thing that really pissed me off as a kid was, did y'all have this when your mom would come back from the grocery store and be like, oh, I ran into so-and-so's mom, like, but you're not friends with that person? For me, it was always like, oh, I saw Terry Minshew at the store. I'm like, fuck Terry Minshew. Fuck her daughter. And, and fuck Terry Minshew's daughter especially, because here's the deal with Terry Minshew's fucking daughter. 
She had the goddamn nerve to go found a company, the dumb bitch. And she founded what was like LinkedIn, but like if it were made in Soho. Like it's basically just like a shitty job site, but there's photos of furniture in like open air offices. Anyway, she has made this career website and every fucking time I hit a low point in my career, my mom will be like, why don't you just look at Terry Minshew's daughter's website? And I'm here to say, fuck Terry Minshew for all of you. Okay, that's my time. I'm Peter. That wasn't a bit. That was just me needing a rant. Yay, Peter Struckmeyer. I have no idea who Terry is, but fuck that bitch. She's going to get us all in trouble. I have no idea who she is. We have a female rock block coming up right now. Your next comedian. I haven't seen her in a couple weeks. Where's she been? I might find out later. Clap your hands together for Christy Bona. Hey, what's up? To answer your question, Pam, I've been in L.A. and I literally just drove back and arrived 15 minutes ago in my... And I came straight to Munich. Uh, <laughs> so that's how life's going. Uh, this uh, is a new thing I was thinking about on the drive, literally on the drive up. I was, you know, they say that your wound is very close to your superpower, or vice versa. You know, like Spider Man was bitten by the spider and then that, you know, brought forth his. I feel like that's the same with. I'm brought forth a superpower. I feel like the same is for people where y your wound is very close to your superpower. And I was thinking one of my superpowers is overanalyzing things and being extremely analytical. So, for example, like if, if I ask a waitress, like, hey, which is better, the chicken sandwich or the turkey sandwich? And she says, the turkey sandwich is more popular. I'll usually be super charming and say, not my question. Uh, so just like cross, cross examine, uh, basically cross examine the uh, waitress. I, I use this in a more serious context. Uh, a few years ago, I was engaged uh, to a guy, and one of the reasons why we didn't end up getting married uh, is because he said he couldn't uh, marry me until I lost weight, until I had proper subject verb agreement. Um, <laughs> And also until I, I spoke English. Um, I was an English major in at Berkeley, and I'm almost fluent. Um, but yeah, he said, I'm, I can't marry you until you lose weight. True story. And I, and I, again, just took all my emotion out of it and said, okay, um, hypothetically, like, how much weight should I lose? Should we do a daily weighing or like a weekly weighing? Should we like, what if I lose too much weight? Like, will, will, you, will you be like upset with me then? Also like, what if we, you know, and he didn't have any answers for that. So I felt like the cross-examination worked again in my favor because I realized I called bullshit. And then I said, you may move out of my apartment. Ha ha ha, because it was my apartment. Um, these, are, these are now just stories. Uh, I'm sorry, this is not the moth. Oh my god, this is the wrong, this is like the worst version of the moth. This is the, the, f the gnat. Yeah, not the moth. Um, anyway, I just think that you, ca you can turn, th think about what really makes you extremely vulnerable or makes you feel weird, and that's kind of one of those things. Um, so, I I'm haven't heard the horn yet, which means that I have a, at least a minute or two. So, I was in LA, and it did feel really weird. Uh, that's where I'm from. So, 
every I just have such a wound from growing up in LA that I, I'm always expecting somebody just to yell at me as I'm walking down the street like you don't belong here you know like <laughs> and, and then be like all right you got me I'm not from here I'm from 3,000 miles north <laughs> in Ca Canada it's pronounced a different way um yeah and I just I don't know I I can't I, I can't like start a cocaine habit and or start smoking and so that's why I'm not gonna move to LA just yet I also can't be a lawyer in New York because again too early to start a cocaine habit um this was really cathartic uh thanks so much um I learned a lot Peter you need a shirt that says move I'm gay um, I'll leave you with that. Thanks, guys. Christy Bona! I love the superpower of the gnat. Mine would be something about bees, because bees can kill me. And maybe I'd open my mouth and bees would fly out of them. And rah, that was lovely. Uh, your next comedian, well, she's definitely the queen bee. Put your hands together for Drea Myers. Yay! What's up, motherfuckers? Uh, my gender pronoun is WNBA player. Nice to meet you. I'm not gender fluid, but my hairline is, you guys. It is. I have my dad's hairline. Sometimes I wonder if other people think I'm trans because I'm really tall and I'm flat-chested and I have my father's hairline and his, his sense of humor, so... <laughs> I have to do a bunch of pride material because I have a pride show this weekend and I have, yeah. And I told them I was gay, so. <laughs> no, I am. I am bisexual. I don't know. I'm confused. I'm confused, dude. Like, for the longest time, I was like, I'm definitely bisexual. Like, I'm definitely bisexual. Um, but then I didn't hook up with a woman for, like, probably eight years. And then finally I did, like, recently, and I wasn't super into it. Um, I mean, I did, I was into it, but I wasn't like super into it. It was like, it's like when you buy cake from like Safeway. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> right? You're like, I mean, <laughs> you're like, well, I mean, if I want something sweet, I'm still going to eat it, but it's a little dry. And the best I've ever had you know what I mean but it could have been because of the girl I hooked up with maybe I just wasn't that into her you know it was like I felt like when I was having sex with her it felt like I was like riding a bike that's been ridden way too much <laughs> like I don't know if you've ever fucked somebody that's just been having hella sex but Dude, I was like, wow. I felt like I was like on a rickety ass Ferris wheel. I was like, damn, this shit's gonna fall off any second, man. It's worn out. Um, yeah, but yeah, that and uh, for a long ass time, I tried to stop having sex with dudes, but it didn't work. So that's <laughs> that's how I know sexuality is not a choice because I'm trying to stop taking dick and it ain't working. <laughs> It's not working. I'm like a fucking addict in these streets. Like, does anyone have a 12-step program to stop taking dick? Because I need one. Uh, yeah, what else? Um, 
I also wonder if I was just like made to think I was gay. Cause I remember one year, uh, my mom crochets and one year on Christmas, I opened up my Christmas present and it was a rainbow blanket. Like she crocheted a rainbow blanket. <laughs> and this was like before I was even like, I'm bi. Like, you know what I mean? I just opened it up. And I don't know what you guys picture when you think of rainbow blanket. You might think of like little rainbows and stuff. No, it was a rectangle blanket with the stripes in rainbow pattern, red, orange, yellow, <laughs> green, blue, purple. This bitch just crocheted me a gay pride flag for Christmas. Yeah, I literally opened it up. I was like, well, this is awkward. You know what I mean? It's like when you don't know if you're a sports fan and then you open up a fucking big ass like 49er blanket. You're like, what am I supposed to do with this? I don't know. I don't know if I'm rooting for this team yet. Um, I'll tell you the first moment I ever realized I was bisexual because there's a moment, like I feel like a lot of girls get drunk and then they just suck on titties and they're just like, whatever, ah, you know what I mean? Like, ah, I'm partying, ah, you know? And then, <laughs> and then there was a moment where I was like, I might actually be bisexual. I'll tell you what it was. Has anyone ever seen a micro penis? <laughs> you have? Hell yeah, dude. Dude, I've only seen like one micro penis and it was, I'll totally lie, I've seen like 10. Dude, I've seen 10. They just pop up randomly like fucking snails after it rains. I'm like, damn. <laughs> like, it's micropenis season again. <laughs> like, uh, the first micropenis I ever saw, though, was on this dude I was dating for a really long time. The reason I was into the dude is because he was the only one that wasn't in a rush to take his dick out. <laughs> I was like, what a sweetheart. <laughs> like, my dumb ass was like, oh my god, like, he's so patient, you know? And then finally I went to put my hand down his pants for the first time ever, and it went straight from pubic hair to balls. Dude, I was so confused. I was like, something's missing. <laughs> like, I was even reversing that bitch. Like, pubic hair balls, pubic hair balls, pubic hair balls. I was like, what the fuck? So I didn't try again for, like, months after that. Penis TSD and shit. And then finally one night, I was super drunk. I was like, fuck it, let's just door the explore this shit. And I just went down there like a fucking champ and went to work. And that was the first moment I ever realized I was bisexual, you guys. Because once you do that, you could totally go down on a woman. Thank you so much. Clap it up for me. Once you pop, you can't stop. Drea Myers, yay. Mike, let's so big, I can use a Cheerio as a cock ring. Your next comedian is one of the San Jose people. Clap your hands together for Joe! Yay! Sacramento. Sacramento. Yay! I caught my dog drinking out of the toilet. Disgusting. I said, you lick your balls with that mouth? He was embarrassed. He was embarrassed. He was licking his balls because... Dogs don't get blowjobs. Dogs don't get blowjobs because they got no money. No money. You ever see a dog trying to trade another dog a tennis ball or a Frisbee for a blowjob? Nope, because it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Too much effort. Now, if the dog offered another dog a steak for a blowjob, maybe. 
I've traded a lot of steaks for blowjobs. But steaks are expensive. Pretty soon, I'll be licking my own balls. Little known fact, a lot of people can lick their own genitals. Little known fact, people don't know that because those people don't go out much. They don't go out much, stay home a lot. Another little known fact, people who stay home don't go out much, people whose farts smell delicious. Stay home a lot. Stay home a lot. I can't lick my own balls, and my farts don't smell delicious, so I'm out dating. I'm looking for some hookups. Here's what I'm looking for in a gal. Here's what I'm looking for in a gal. I'm looking for a lady who really knows how to work a plunger. Work a toilet plunger. For you folks listening at home, I was doing the body motion of working a toilet plunger and an old man fucking at the same time. The same thing. That's right. I need a girl who knows how to work a plunger because I clog it up. I eat bad. I brush my teeth with pizza. When I, when I say I need a lady who can clean my pipes, I mean I'm looking for a woman who actually knows something about fixing plumbing. Plumbing. Well, my friends give me a lot of nutrition advice. They say you got to put your food in a blender. You got to make a smoothie. I tried that. Takes all the crunch out of my Fritos. Don't like that very much at all. I tried the turkey Slurpee. I got the feathers in my mustache. But you can't trust a smoothie. Fuck the smoothies. Smoothie. When you drink a smoothie. You know, you know when it goes in, but you never know when it's going to come out. A smoothie can jump over Chinese food and a pizza. Come out your ass first. That's going to fuck up the seats in your Prius. It's going to fuck up your Prius. Hey, I'm Joe Kanyu from Sacramento. That's your time. You'll never get that back. Thank you. From Sacramento. I don't know why I said San Jose. My brain was just off in a confused, tangential world of my own creation. Forgiven. But I know you're the Sacramento people. And your next comedian is uh, such a lovely human being. Put your hands together for Heather Rogue. Yay! I'll be from San Jose. I don't care. That works for me. Either way, like, I don't. I'm not like, oh, sack proud, how dare you think I'm from <laughs> San Jose? <laughs> City of trees. That's why I wear green. You can't even see me when I'm in the city. Uh, yes, I'm transgender. How'd you guess? You should be a detective. Nothing gets past you, does it? Good eye. What gave it away? My parking job? Or is it the fact that my camel has three toes? Really solved the case of the three-toed camel. Uh, I'm just kidding. I actually have a vagina now. Yeah, give it up. It's kind of like the show. I'm having fun, but there's no production. Now you're warmed up. Let's do some terrible material that I got to work on. My friend has a cat, right? 
She loves her cat. She says she loves it as much as she'd love a kid. She says it's just as hard to take care of as a kid. And, you know, I'm not going to argue with her because I don't have a kid. But I say, you know, like, you can lose a cat, right? Like, it's not the same thing. Like, at minimum, if you lose a kid, you're never babysitting again. Right? You can't just lose a kid and be like, well, maybe it'll come back tomorrow night, you know? Just j jiggle some food out and see if it comes around. Uh, I can keep, no, I'm not. Let's go on to the next one. Um, this guy asked me how I felt about getting my dick cut off. It was like a casual, just small talk, you know. <laughs> I was like, you know, I feel fine about it. Like a lot of people lose their dicks by accident, right? At least I'm making the choice. You know, well, he didn't take it well. Apparently, I have this thing where I can't figure out if what I'm saying is supposed to be a threat or not. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm not the only one. Uh, let's see, what else? Yeah, sometimes people ask me other stupid fucking questions. Um, <laughs> like, one guy asked me if I was running from manhood when I transitioned, you know? Like, yeah, I couldn't cut it. Being paid more and listened to is so hard. <laughs> It's so hard to be a man. It's so hard. Now I just have to do my makeup and wash my hair and pick out an outfit and blah, blah, blah. Before I had to shower. <laughs> then I'd be on top of the competition, though, you know. I don't know. Who do you think has it worse? Is it harder to get home safely without sexually assaulting somebody? <laughs> or without being sexually assaulted. <laughs> hey, we did all of the material. Okay, now I get a closer. So, I'm going to I'm going to leave you guys with some advice. Don't fuck a comedian, okay? <laughs> Don't fuck a comedian. I fucked a comedian. It it was at a party for comedians, so those were the options, right? <laughs> I didn't even want to fuck anybody, but then I did cocaine. That shit makes my pussy pop like a water balloon. And I warned them don't not to give me cocaine, but they were like, don't worry, Heather, no one here wants to fuck you anyways. <laughs> I was like, you say that now in front of your homies, and once we're alone, suddenly there's a dick in my mouth and I'm sucking it on Dave Chappelle's patio. And we got caught. Suddenly people are on Twitter, they're going viral, he's crying, he's like, everyone's going to think I'm gay. I'm like, don't worry, baby, I got you. I turn around, I suck all their dicks. Now nobody's talking. <laughs> Zero witnesses. They call me Agent 47 dicks. I hit that shit like a drummer, just boom, 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 boom. All right, you guys, I've been Heather Rogue. Fun times. Heather Rogue, everyone. Yay. Awesome. Uh, moving along with the Sacktown crew, put your hands together for Andre Dawson! Yeah! Howdy, howdy! How we doing, guys? Thanks for having us out tonight. Thank you, Pam. Appreciate y'all. I'm glad this is a uh, pirate theme because I look like a character off of Nigelin's Island. <laughs> it's an old show. Give it up for Heather Rogue, who looks like the newest transgender green Power Ranger coming out, man. Puts a whole new meaning to Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, I'll tell you. 
Christy Ban is here, keeping Depeche Mode sweaters alive. Give it up for you. Hell yeah, we got fucking Dirty Santa Claus made it out with us. This is how you know I don't give a shit about my life. I called into work and I had this guy drive us out here. This is how you know I'm not making no good decisions. Give it up for you, man. I love Pride Month. I love gay people. You know what I mean? For real. I'm a big, you know, I'm a big believer that if you don't fuck in the ass as a gay man, this month ain't for you. Okay, how can you be prideful when you're too prideful to take it? You just give it, you know what I mean? It's a gay joke, sorry, you mean. Oh shit. Okay, we're out here. I'm gonna do some jokes. The fuck, I guess. Uh, give it up for everyone making it through the pandemic. This is over. Yep. A whole year without hugging had me do some weird shit. Uh, I became a cat owner. We got a few cat lovers in the building. Yeah, man, and you learn a few things about yourself. Speaking of Pride Month, instant gay voice. <laughs> Straight up, man. I mean, you can't wait to see them. Yas! Kitty, kitty, kitty! <laughs> it's weird because, like, you know, they come home, or I come home, and they're like, meow, I'm like, yes. <laughs> Are you hungry? And my girl's looking at me like, what the fuck? It's weird because I think my cats want to fuck me, though. This happened to you? <laughs> well, try it, okay? It's weird because, you know, they always try to sit on my face, flash me their asshole. You should see when I use the bathroom. They stick their arms under the door like a stage five clinger. Let that be a testament to you ladies. If you want a cat, just don't fuck your boyfriend. Because if you don't give a man pussy long enough, he will buy some. <laughs> I love Sac I love San Francisco. You know, uh <laughs> almost said San Jose. I love San Francisco. You know, this place was actually one of the first double coronavirus victims. Do you guys hear about this? Gentleman caught corona, was cured, and caught it again. You know, it's weird because he was complaining of like headache, nausea, diarrhea. All symptoms of living in San Francisco. I'm still trying to remember. <laughs> Heather gave me a weed pill, and that shit is kicked in, bro. <laughs> uh, I do want to tell you guys a little bit about myself before I go. Uh, I'm half black, half white. Uh, so it's all good when I get pulled over. Instead of taking me to jail, do they just make me pay registration? Half white, half black. So I do have a job, but it's a warehouse job. <laughs> And uh, this is the thing about being half black. First of all, all the black people can tell I was raised by white people. Okay? My coworker, he's a black guy. He told me that if black people raised me, I wouldn't wear my hair like this. And I still don't know what the fuck that means. But you know, I told him I'd ask my dad about waves as soon as he gets back from the liquor store. It's only been about 20 years. Black people don't usually stay around for the kids. This is a real thing about being half black is I didn't qualify for big black cock. You know, it sucks because you qualify for all the oppression and half the erection. Thank you, Pam, for letting me come up here and close this shit out. I, I love you guys. Have a good night. Andre Dawson, hooray! You're an nice comedian. I'm excited to see what he does right now. Put your hands together for Josh Kahn. Woo!
you for staying. Hello, I am Josh Khan. Hello. I am Asian. That's why I look like I kind of want to sell you Shen Yun tickets around the eyes, you know? I'm half Asian. Uh, my mom's Korean. She was, uh, but she was raised by white people, so she's uh, yellow on the outside and white on the inside. She's what my family affectionately refers to as a Twinkie Chinky. It's okay. The masks are off. You can go back to hating Asians now. It's fine. What do you? Come on, calm down. Uh, give it up for Peter Struckmeyer, everybody. Peter Struckmeyer, putting the ride back in pride, as I like to say. Um, I actually had a talk with uh, Peter about Pride uh, and you know, found out kind of, because I wanted to know what I could do to be an ally too. And I talked with Peter and I went home to my girlfriend and I was like, honey, apparently I have to go back to school. She says, well, I want to be an ally. She says, why? Why do you have to go back to school? I said, because I have to learn to be a crime scene investigator. I'm a CSI male. <laughs> I have to, I want to I wanna be an ally. But I know I'm, I know I'm not gay. I know I'm not gay. Um, and you, you figure out that you're not gay, uh, you know, like you see a guy's dick in the locker room and you're like, that's, you know, I don't like that. It's not for me. You know, you're not gay. And, uh, you know, and you're just like, you know, just get it hard for me just so I can, like, make sure. And you're like, yeah. And you see him get it hard and you're like, he, he does it. And you're like, yeah, no, it's not for me. I don't like that. And then, uh, you know, you, you just lick the tip just to, you know, and you're like, no, yeah, I don't, it's, I'm not gay. Like, I'm straight for sure, you know. You just pop the pop the tip in your mouth just to see what that's like, and you're like, yeah, it's too big. Like, no, I'm not gay. Definitely not gay. This <sighs> went way differently at the gay club. Like they <laughs> when I was up on the go-go, uh, when I was up on the go-go dancer thing, like this was killing, killing it. Oh my god, I think it's because I opened with the Twinkie Chinky. I'm sorry, I just quit smoking. Factually, that just happened like two days ago. Yeah, I am freaking out every passing moment. I'm on like the patch, the pouch, the gum, the pen. I have a plug of chew up my ass. Like if I tear your smoker hands off after this, it's not because I don't like you. I just want to suck the nicotine out from under your cold, dead fingernails. Like, oh, my God, uh, I need to smoke. My God. Anyway, um, my feelings, I think all the comedians tonight were talking about their feelings on porn. Uh, I think porn's great, you know, it, uh, stops me from cheating and. If I can still come with her after what I watch on the internet, like I must really love her, you know? But um, my thing about porn that I don't like is the uh, the ads are kind of ridiculous. Uh, you know, we've all seen that one that's like, uh, you know, play this game where you can come in 40 seconds. I'm like, where, where, where the fuck do you gotta be, bro? Like, you got an appointment you really gotta be at? I like this one now that, because like, boner pills is old and done, so now they're selling the stuff that makes you come more. Seminax, okay? The, the, the ad says, got come. Like, it's been like, who doesn't have, no, 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 seriously, though, like, it's like, what girl is going to her girlfriend and being like, oh, I went out with this guy, we had a great time, he was charming, opened doors for me, blah, 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 we went home, one thing led to another, and it was good and everything, but, like, he barely came, like, an ounce. I don't think he loves me, <laughs> like, whose who's thought process is that? Anyway, bye. I mean, well, the only reason to have an excess of cum is that it's called a facial. Well, it's called a facial for a reason. So if someone comes on your face and you're an old lady, when it dries, it sort of pulls out the wrinkles a little bit. It's the albumin in the cum that you can sort of scrape off at the end. But it makes it. It's definitely a skin tightener. I've used it in the past. Your next comedian, put your hands together for Mike Bonds. Yay! 
Oh shit. I didn't know what to come up here and talk about today. I'll start some some new shit that I was uh working on the other day. Um Damn, I saw somebody got their ass whooped this weekend. Is that like a public ass whooping? You know what I'm saying? You ever seen somebody get knocked out in public? You know? It was some crazy shit, you know what I'm saying? You just see you 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 just see the dude fall and then his tooth went one way and his head went the other way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's some fucked up shit, man. And then he get up like what happened and he all got blood and shit all over his face and it's like, damn, you got fucked up. Whew, anyway. <laughs> yeah. But I mean he for the most part he deserved it, but he just got his ass whooped pretty bad, you know. It's just something to see in public anyway. Work on some new shit. Um <laughs> You know, it's just fucked up when you. Say. Anyway, uh, I went to a new barber this weekend. I don't, I don't know, black people. We know what that's like going to a new barber. You know what I'm saying? We, we know what that's like having a new barber. You know, you go, you sit down, you look at this motherfucker. Like, I wonder if he got some shaky hands. What the fuck is going on with him? You know? And everybody in the barber shop recommends him. You know, I'm saying it's cool, but then one dude kind of looks away, kind of laughing, like, ha ha ha. I'm like, damn, I'm about to sit in this fucking chair. Don't fuck my shit up. You know? So I sit down in the new barber's chair, and he's looking at my shit, and then he steps in front of me, looks at my shit again, then he steps to the side and looks at my shit like that, then he walks to the other side and looks at him, damn, my head ain't that fucking big, bro, just do your thing, man, shit. He's like, damn, bro, you got a big ass head, man, I'm gonna have to figure this one out, I have to charge you a little extra, man, you know. So he starts cutting my hair, and uh, I noticed his fingers had a weird smell to them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I asked my new barber, hey, man, what's that smell on your fingers? <laughs> and he looked at me like, oh, shit, let me go wash my hands. I'm like, dude, you already fucking started, man. What kind of shit is that? Yeah, man, it's a new barber situation, real talk. You got a new? You ever had a new barber, man? Some crazy shit, man. So then he starts trying to cut my shit up, right? And his hands start shaking and shit, right? Right? I'm like, did this motherfucker just smoke some weed before he cut my hair? Like, does he cut better high or what? I don't know yet. This is his first time cutting me up. You know, so, yeah, I don't I don't know if a barber should be cutting my hair the first time high. You know, I was high, but I don't know if he should have been high. You know what I'm saying? You know, just some new shit, guys. Just some new shit. I got one minute. Okay. Um, <laughs> I encountered a, uh, a homeless dude the other day. You know, he had a dog, you know. And I'm not saying that a homeless dude having a dog is not okay. I'm just saying the dog could have fended for himself by itself. It would have been that much better. I'm like, damn, bro. Like, you got this dog outside walking around with you and shit. I just figure a dog can do better than, you know, being homeless on his own. You know, I know he'll probably go to the kennel or some shit, but I figure a dog can be better on his own. Anyway, guys, that's been my time on Mike Bonds. Maybe I got a laugh or two. So open mics are for. Mike Bonds, everyone. All right, we have time for um, D D Devon. Uh, Devon, we have time for you. Everybody, one of your last comedians, Devon McCauley. Really? <laughs> What's up, y'all? My name Devon. I like big bitches. That's the only ones that fuck with me for some strange reason. I, I realize I'm unattractive. Motherfuckers didn't call me Little Wayne, T Pain, Flavor Flav. Another motherfucker called me Whoopi Goldberg. I was ready to cut my dress off. <laughs> Anybody in here eat ass? 
<laughs> Thinking about doing it, man, because this girl asked me to do it. I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't get down like that, man. So I tried POF. Anybody try POF? It's a dating site. Man, those girls don't look like they profile picture. When I, when I met this chick, man, she was like the penguin from Batman, man. I couldn't stay with her, man. Oh, <laughs> oh man. My dick ain't shit, man. I've been eating more pussy than the average person lately, man. We need a dick repair shop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so if your dick ain't proper, man, you can go get the fix and shit. You feel me? <laughs> man, I'm so glad this pandemic over, man. Realize my breath stank, man, with that mask on. That wasn't funny. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, yeah, I wrote a song the other day. It's called No One Loves Me Because My Dick Is Small. <laughs> no, that wasn't funny either. Shit. <laughs> feel like I'm bombed up here, man. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Um, shit, what else I got? Um, sorry, I ain't prepared, man. <laughs> A little nervous up here. Ah, uh, fuck. So I let this chick ride my face, man. I damn near suffocated, man. Almost passed out eating pussy, man. <laughs> Never again will let a chick ride my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I got a couple more material. Fuck. <laughs> All right, one minute. All right. <laughs> shit. So, I mean, where everybody from? Where you from? You from Frisco? Uh, yeah. Okay. What about you? Iraq. Iraq. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, welcome. <laughs> How about you? Okay, that's where the trees at, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I can't smoke weed, man, like I used to, man. I be paranoid when smoking weed and shit, man. I be thinking the cops behind me when I'm driving and shit, so I be smoking at home and shit. But other than that, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I tweaked my what? What the fuck is that? I did, I did, yeah. I didn't know that was tweet your woofers. <laughs> Well, all right, that's about it, y'all. Come on, yay! All right, keep clapping, because I'm just going to do just a couple seconds. Yay, me, yay! I'm so happy you were talking about weed, because that's what I'm going to talk about. I, I smoke weed. I get home at night, and I uh, smoke weed, and I read the Bible, and I finger my butthole. And I think... And I think about ways to save the vegans. Also, feminist tropes from the Bible. Both things equally. Vegans here? Any vegans? I'm trying to save you. I'm not going to shame you. I love you. I'm trying to save you vegans. So I realized, what if we make a cancer, a benign cancer, that we can give cows that makes them grow steak-shaped tumors on their backs? So we're actually loving them and being friendly to them when we excise the tumors. Clearly, we're moving the tumors with their consent. 
And this can save the vegans because there's no cows are harmed in the making of these steak tumors. Beautiful, beautiful. We could make them in the size of with the little flame and yawn on the side. We could make them like New York strip, right? Like that sirloin and then the little thing. And then all we have to do is like skin it. We could probably do something with the skin. We could probably turn it into chitlins. I don't know. We could do something with it. Does no one else smoke pot and think about saving the vegans? Just me? I feel so sorry for them. It's weird for me because if I had to choose between cheese and sex, absolutely cheese. No question whatsoever. If I had to choose between cheese and stage time, absolutely stage time. Therefore, sex is third down on the rung. I should have been a nun. What was I doing? I missed my calling. I could have made cheese in a nunnery. I could have like been in a cloistered nunnery and just been a lesbian like I probably should have been. Uh, I have a huge clit. Everyone talks about tiny micropenis. I'm like, what about macro clit? Sitting on, my, my clit is so big I can use a Cheerio like a cock ring. That's the, no, I know. I have a lot of pubic hair there because I was born in 1974. So it is deep bush. It is deep, murky bush. No one can find Charlie. That's what I've named my clitoris, Charlie. It's huge, but no one can find it. Clits are tiny dicks, everyone. They are. Until 18 weeks in utero, the exact same nerve endings are in both cisgender or whatever, just whatever. If they, I don't even know what the technical fucking terms are, but they're a thing, and they're exactly the same thing. There's the same amount of nerve endings in a clitoris as there is an entire dick. And then we chop off the tips of your dicks. Why? Because women are lazy? Why? Why? I mean, I get it. I'm a Jew, so like, I get Yahweh gets the circumcised bits, and like, he can use them like on his salad as a calamari, or put them in a skin box or eat them off his fingers like olives. Do you remember that? But why are we? I don't know. I was trying to talk about weed and saving the vegans. Okay, I'll close with this. So this is my other way. I think I can save the vegans. Um, they breastfeed their children because it's 100% consent-based milk. So what I'd like to do is use my body in the way God intended and milk my boobs so I can make cheese, right? Because, right, because it's 22% fat. It will make a great multiple cheese, a wonderfully meltable cheese. And I smoke and eat so much weed that it is going to come out in my breast milk and I can make TH cheese. I'm, this is my million dollar idea, right? But then the question becomes, can I get high off my own supply? Can I finally reach weed singularity? Uh, thank you all for being here. This has been amazing. Ooh, I did four minutes too. I did exactly four minutes. I'm so proud of myself. I just looked down and I did four minutes too. Yay, we all did four minutes. I didn't even run my own light. Um, hey, guy, whoever you are, come by. It's a thing. You have to join the thing on the Facebooks. And then we do this pre-sign thing. And then things. And I'm sorry. I was selfish. And I wanted to take my four minutes. It could have been your four minutes. But I really wanted to take the time because I'm really selfish. Um, but it also goes around the stuff. But come back next week and figure everything out. And it's super cool. Thank you all for being here in New Sacramento. People, get off to your next mics. There's a billion mics happening tonight. You could be going to Pacifica. You could be going to Grant and Green here in the city. You could be going to San Mateo to swing indoor. You could be doing any of those things. If you're trying to hit all of them, oh my God, you have to get a punch card. And later on, I will give you a pot treat. Um, okay, everybody have a good night. Bye. Yay. Yes, yes, yes. And that is how
of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio, my friend. Got mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny radio, my friend. You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Four Let's watch full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Let's Spiegelman. We're hosts of... Follow us on podcast by with our acronym L W A F L M O Y T. We watch a full length movie on YouTube with you, and you listen to the podcast and yeah. watch the movie at the same right. time. Yeah, 
L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or if you're Carl, 5%. 5% yeah, right. I'm so time. lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to the show, 5 p.m. Let's hear the theme song. Oh, let's watch full length movies. Let's do a full minute promo. Oh, never mind. Bye. See you next time. I was just leaving the theater. Henry, Charlie.